Welcome home. If you found your way here, you are definitely a part of my tribe. My name is Desria Jackson. This is the Black Hair Conspiracy Podcast. And today's topic is we have to change the way we think about money if we want to have a better experience with money. As melanated people, we're literally taught money is bad, borrowing money is bad, budgeting means you're poor. Three things you have a poor mindset and you're taught that from a childhood. You're constantly enforced with the things that's around you that's telling you that you're either broke, you're not worth it, you don't have the kind of money that you should have. You're comparing yourself to other people and what they have. You're in other people's pocket. See, these are the kind of mindsets that, you know, we're taught to have without even realizing that that's been enforced with us. But these are the three things that a poor mindset will have. Now, what's interesting is when we look at money is bad, right? Think about it. A lot of times we already have these negative indentations in our head when it comes to wealthy people or someone who we think is doing good. You literally could have a cousin or you can have a niece or you can have a sister or brother and they're doing very good in their life. And they're doing, you can see that through, you know, maybe the home or the cars, whatever it is. But we, what we do is we'll have a negative indentation towards wealth. We think of it as like, oh, Oh, what do they give up? They're unhappy. They are, they, they're trying to, only money matters. Those are the things that have value to them. As if when we're poor, money doesn't matter as well. We still have to pay rent. We still have to buy food. We still have to pay a car note. We still have to take our kids and get them to the dentist, get them to the doctor. Even if we have medical or some kind of Medicaid insurance, we still have deductibles. Every day in our life, we are told that money does matter. But they have us thinking as melanated people most of the time that we are money doesn't matter and that those that have money is evil and they have made it to be something that matters and they're unhappy and that's the furthest thing from the truth with a wealthy mindset you realize that money is not bad now bad people can have money and do bad things with money bad people can do good things and bad things, and it has nothing to do with the money. It has to do with the person. The person who, if their actions are bad, then it doesn't matter if they're wealthy or not. You have bad people who are poor. You have bad people who are wealthy. You have bad people who are, um, you know, liberals, Republicans, Democrats. The point I'm getting at is that it's not the money or the wealth that made them bad. It's the person. It's who they are by core. It's what they're doing. It's their actions. But when we are associating that with being poor, then that limits us to whether we realize or not the energy on how we attract money in our life. If you think of it negative, you're going to attract negative experiences. 
The energy of money is very much like the energy of love and anything else that we use in our life. We will attract the way we see it, the way we feel it. It all it works on a frequency. We're taught borrowing money is bad. If you have a debt, you feel complicated. You feel that you are um, you're putting yourself in a, a worse financial situation. But yet, the wealthy don't have no problem with borrowing money. In fact, one of the greatest techniques you learn is that the more money and the more borrowing power you have, the quicker you are and the closer you can be in the proximity to acquire wealth. And the more wealth you can acquire, you can acquire generational wealth. And in order to do this, you're going to have to borrow money. I remember listening to a story that Magic Johnson shared when he was trying to buy into the community and he wanted to make Starbucks. And he said, yes, I have money, but if I wanted to have stability, stability, I'm going to have to borrow the money. So he was trying to borrow $500 million in order to grow his franchise and Starbucks within the black community to help us. Yes, he had money, but he understood that even though if you have money, you don't use your money and you have to build some form of stability. So therefore you are going to buy and you're going to borrow money. And let me explain to you for, for a poor mindset, we get upset and said, why would we borrow money? If we have money, why the banks won't give you money unless you already have money. It's kind of the same way we realize or not. When our families or friends reach out to us and they say, hey, can you lend me a hundred um, dollars? I'll pay you back next week. We literally in ourselves starts to process, do they have the capability of paying me back next week? And you'd be like, damn, you know damn well this person isn't going to pay me back next week. So to keep this relationship good, I'll be like, you know what, man, I'm going to go ahead and let you just have this hundred dollars. So that way you're not going to be stressed out with trying to pay me back and going to a bigger debt. But then sometimes you don't have the money. So therefore you're like, well, I really need for you to honor that you're going to pay me back next week. Well, the same thing happens with the bank. I mean, the bank is looking like we're going to lend you money. And if you have a good mindset with money, then you should be able to pay me back. We also get into this concept where we feel that budgeting is a bad thing. And that comes from not being able to have everything that you might want. But no matter how much money you have, even the wealthy still has a budget. I even found myself, like for the past five years, I noticed my budget kept going up. And what would happen is as I make more money, it allowed me to open up to more things that I can spend and to treat myself. But I still had a budget. Don't ever think that someone who is wealthy don't have a budget either. So I'd like to share with you some of the ways that I personally look at money and how I sh 
invest or share my process of how I'm going to use my funds. And it helps me to really stay financially stable. And hopefully, if it's something that helps you, you know, or if there's any one or two things out of this that you could take from you and you could use in your own life, that's really great because I've learned along the way myself, you know, from other people and reading and studying and apply methods. So when I get a sum of money that comes in, and it doesn't even have to be a large sum, but when I get a sum of money that hits me, I divide that money up four ways. So I'm immediately looking at to pay bills. I'm going to take care of as many bills as I can. And if the money allows me, I'm going to try to jump like about one or two months ahead with my bills. Two, savings. I'm looking to put a little bit of money, just literally 10%, a small amount of money into savings just for a rainy day. Then three, I'm also looking to see if I put money aside for family or friends that may reach out to me um, because they're going through something. Um, just, I believe part of our process as in a community we tend to very much want to you know help our family and our friends because a lot of times you know everybody goes through a little bit of bad times as well and I know growing up I was grateful that I had somebody I could ask now and then for a little help you know and I want to make sure that I have a little something put aside to help those that might need it sometimes um you know it's not much, but it's something. And it also helps you. If you think about it this way, you guys, it's going to help you so that they're not consistently, you're going to find some people going to ask for more money all the time. And they're going to hit you hard because you're going to have to take it out your savings. You're going to constantly have to take it out of um, bills. You're going to have to find it. But if you have a little bit of side, if you know account and if they go over that then you can say I don't have it and you're not going to financially put yourself uh, jeopardize yourself as well so that's one reason why we have that little fa family and friends account the third thing is investment. Now, I would put about 50% of whatever money I get towards investing. And how I look at investing is, investing is how I make money. So I look at anything that I'm going to put money into, does it make money for me? Before I treat myself with, you know, a really nice, um, let's say I want to buy a Louis Vuitton bag, or let's say I want to buy or go on a, a, a really great vacation. Before I put 10 grand in a vacation, I'll put 10 grand and I literally will buy some land. Um, I will put 10 grand and I'll, I'll come up on, you know... <laughs> 30, 60 grand. If I have that much money left over, you're going to look at me. I just bought a house. I just bought a fixer up or I just bought some raw land. They, they'll look over and be like, Des, what you buying raw land for? Yeah. Now everybody buying raw land. I've been buying raw land for how long? Like I got like 30 motherfucking acres sitting up somewhere, you know, just raw land that has literally appreciated over within some years. That's how I look at it. I'm never going to also spend money to just blow money. If I'm going to, if I'm borrowing money, I'm going to borrow money to make more money. I'm never going to borrow money to pay down a credit card debt. 
I'm never going to borrow more money to take care of um, a car payment. Anything that comes with a monthly debt that isn't an asset, I'm not going to borrow money for that because I'm actually making more debt. Also, before I treat myself, I mean, I'm not going to just treat myself and spend ten dollars or $20,000 or, I mean, even if it's $100, just go down. If it's $100 or, or $500 or $1,000, I'm not going to just spend money to treat myself when that money could have went towards something that's going to help me make more money. Example. Before I spent $500 just to buy some nice pair of heels when I could have easily bought it with $100 or $50, I'm going to put that $500 and put it towards my mortgage. And I'm going to put it towards paying down my principal. There's a part in your mortgage where once you pay your mortgage, you can actually put extra money and just pay down towards the principal amount. When you do that, it's going to cause you less money in interest that you're paying over time. And you're going to pay off your mortgage way quicker. And that means that I'm putting money where my value of my home is now going to go up instantly. That $500 I put in equity, by the end of the month, it's going to be worth probably an extra $1,000 in equity. So... How you look at money becomes a matter of how you make money. If our relationship and our connection to money is negative, then our experience is going to be negative. It's just like anything. If you have a negative emotion connected to being married, you're going to have negative experience with getting married or being married. If you're, if you have a negative connection to being in a relationship, you're going to have negative experiences in the relationship. You cannot have a fine positive energy on a negative level of frequency. We have to change the way we think about money if we want to have a better experience with money. You can learn every day. You can study up. You can, you can read about investing. You can learn how to do stock markets. But if you have a negative connection towards money, you're going to have a negative experience with money. It's very simple. Okay, sometimes we don't even know that we have a negative connection to money. So I like to play this game with my friends or family um, or anyone who want to find out where they're at. Let's do it right now. Play along with me. How the game goes is I am going to say a word. You immediately have to say the first thing come to your mind. Now remind you, you're the only one around. You're by yourself. Do this in your own head. There's no need to cheat. Let's go. Home. Open. Door. Rich. Television. Money. And and that's it. Now, if 
you said anything that was bad, you can kind of trace that for yourself. Look when you said home. What did you say for home? What did you say for money? If you said anything that was negative, that's it. Subconsciously, you have a negative connection. Now, here's a technique on how to change that. You're going to have to start to meditate and you're going to have to say to yourself, I want you, for instance, sit down, spend 10 minutes a day and focus when it comes to money. I want you to see what you're going to do with it. If it's paying off a bill, then I want you to just focus. I want you to see clearly that bill completely cleared. And you smile and being happy when you associate something positive that you can do with the money in your subconscious constantly. If that is, I remember for me, I remember I would visualize being able to pay off my daughter's college tuition, like literally getting the bill, paying it off. The bill said, 8,900. I would make up a number in my mind and I would see myself writing out a check, 8,913 cents and paying off her college tuition. Well, I actually did that 20 years later. Um, I don't even know if it was 20 years later, whatever amount of years later, y'all, I actually did it every quarter. Her college tuition will come in. She was going to a um, Sacramento state. And if the bill was 4,100, that's exactly what I would do. I would write out a check 4,100. She did four years of college, no college debt. And that made me so proud. And that to me was the purpose of money was to be able to help and make my children's lives better. It wasn't about buying a new shoes or new purse. I did that if I did that because I had to for business. I need or the red carpet. Don't get me wrong. Everything has its place. But for me, it was about being able to provide something stable for my children. That association led me to having a better positive mindset as to why I do what I do. So try that, you guys. You know, come on to the page on our social media page, on the Instagram page, or even my personal page for the for the Black Hair Conspiracy or Desrita Jackson, and let me know. Did you try these things? Did it help you? Let me know your thoughts and share what you felt about money and what you discovered from this podcast. Love you, and welcome home. Because if you found yourself here, you are definitely part of my tribe.